Hey, welcome to Golly Journal Talk, where we have a good heart-to-heart discussion on what it's like walking out this walk with Christ. My name is Lori, and I'll be your cheerleader on this journey. Hey, 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 fam. What is going on? It's a new year, and it's been my pleasure to even be able to say Happy New Year to all of y'all. How are you guys doing? This year is going to be one big ball of interesting. There's so many things on the horizon. Um, those who are who are believers or followers of Christ, it's going to be a year God's going to show out and do his things. Those who aren't, this is going to be a year that you observe the true God, the real God of the universe. You're going to see a group of people just moving so powerfully. You'll be like, what do they have? It's Jesus. They have the Lord God Almighty with them on their side. But this morning, Papa God nudged me and said, hey, got to tell the people something today. Today's message is a message that he has given me since I think I was 14. Um, He gave me this word, who are you and whose? Well, exactly, who am I and whose am I? That was a question that was posed to me at 14 when I had to do my first exhortation. Terrifying thing. But still, do I have the notes from when I was 14? No, but I believe God's going to give me, I believe God has given me something else to talk about or something else, some more information on that because I think I have answered that question at the ending of 2022. God has finally let me answer that question right into 2023. I I have answered it, you know. So let's go into the book of Romans. I think Romans Loki is the fa- is my favorite um what do I say book of the Bible for now. Romans 12 is my favorite chapter of the Bible, hands down. But I think I keep going back to Romans. I'm not sure what God is saying to me in Romans, but I'm liking Romans a lot. Let's look at Romans 2, yeah? Romans 2, let's go to my Bible. And we're going to use HCSB, because why not? I mean, King James Version is good too, but I like how HCSB, HCSB breaks down um, the word. Um, so let's go. So from verse 1, it's talking about the righteousness of God. God's righteous judgment, rather. Also talking about the Jewish violation of the law and the circumcision of the heart. Now I'm going to jump from places to place, but let's start from the first one. Verse 1. Therefore, any of you who judges is without excuse. For when you judge another, you condemn yourself, since the judge do the same thing. Since you, the judge, do the same thing. We know that God's judgment is on those who do such things is based on the truth. Do you really think any one of you who judges those who do such things yet do the same that you will escape God's judgment? Or do you despise the riches of his kindness, his restraint and patience, not recognizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? But because of your hardness and unrepentant heart, you have stored up wrath for yourself on a day of wrath. 
when God's righteousness is revealed, he will repay each one according to his works. Eternal life for those who are persistent in doing good, seek glory, honor, and immortality, but wrath and indignation to those who are self-seeking and disobey the truth, but are obeying unrighteousness, affliction and distress for the, for every human being who does evil, first to the Jew and also to the Greek. Verse 10, but glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does what is good, first to the Jew and also to the Greek, for there is no favoritism in God. Verse 11, no favoritism in God. I'm going to go back to the rest of that soon. But yeah, so that's 1 to 11, Romans 2. Some parts of that really hit me. I think I was supposed to focus on 9. Let's look at 9 for a second again. Verse 9 says, Why are you doing this thing of things? It says, Affliction and distress for every human who does evil. If you back it up from verse 8, But wrath and indignation to those who are self-seeking and disobey the truth. And do are self-seeking and disobey the truth and are obeying unrighteousness. Affliction and distress for every human being who does evil, first to the Jew and also to the Greek. Now, honestly, I have a feeling that this year is going to give a lot of affliction and distress for persons who do evil. First to the Jew and also to the Greek. In my head, the Jews are people who are, who are called um, children of God, people of God. And the Greek are people who they would think were Gentiles, people who are not under the law and considered people of God, but yet grace extended to them. They have received Jesus and the Holy Spirit, you know. Affliction. Papa, why you keep making me stop at that? Hey, affliction and distress. My God. For every human being that does evil. I believe that's coming for 2023. First to the people of God and those outside of God. They're, that means there are people of God who are doing evil. Yeah, people of God who are self-seeking and disobey the truth and and obeying unrighteousness. I think that's the most scary position to be in as a child of God, where you recognize or God ping and say, hey, you're self-seeking, you're not following me. You're disobeying the truth. The truth is not in you. Although truth should be a part of your armor, right? Because it's the belt of truth. And you're obeying unrighteousness, which is basically your form of righteousness. Because the only righteousness that exists, which is righteousness. I don't even say true righteousness because there isn't anything that is um, untrue righteousness. Righteousness is the righteousness of Jesus Christ that was given to us, that we receive by faith. So if you're obeying unrighteousness, means that you're obeying your form of righteousness. You're obeying self-righteousness. 
and what's coming for you is affliction and distress because God counts these actions as evil. My God. Who are you? Which one of these group of people do you fall under? You know what I mean? Are you a Jew who follows or who um, who obeys unrighteousness? Or are you a Greek who don't even know the law of God, but still, you know you're walking by the flesh? Because further down in the scripture, you know, Paul went down to break down the, the, um, the law and how it affects the Jews and the Gentiles is because, you know, he was saying the Jews have the law, which is the word of God. Gentiles don't have the law. But yet there's a law in and of themselves because their conscience convict them of certain actions which displease God, which means the law is in their heart. And God will judge them based on what is in them, based on the law that they know. You know what I mean? So it's not like you're going to escape just because you're not a Jew. There is no escaping. Anyway, you take it. You're going to be judged by God. Lord, I keep putting me back to that. Lord, what do you want to say? You know? Anyways, let's pray. Father, thank you for another beautiful day. For the first week of 2023. Lord, thank you that your love is greater than life itself that without you lord god we would not have existed and that because you love us so much you have extended grace to us that if we simply believe we shall be established if we simply believe we shall be saved and believing and completing your work through faith we shall be faith saved following after you father pray right now that whatever you want to be said on this podcast be beneficial for everyone listening even especially myself Lord God let your word do as it does instruct it rebuke build encourage calm and soothe Lord Jesus because you are our father you are our shepherd you are our king and we submit ourselves unto you completely all our desires, all our thoughts, all our ideas, all our behaviors and demeanor, Lord God, we place at your feet. And we ask, Lord God, to remove that which displeases you. And Lord God, and to grow what it is that you want us to have. Lord Jesus, let our light, our life, our, our image reflects you always. As we humble come before you, Lord God, as children, as sheep. Lead us, Lord Jesus, that the words that pass from my mouth be what you have to say to your people. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, you are. Verse 9. I just hope that there is no affliction and distress for people. I hope that you still have time. I mean, we're still in 2023. God is still doing, God is still merciful, and maybe this is something to help you. God is still merciful. Verse 10, but glory and honor and peace for everyone who does what is good. First to the Jew, and also to the Greek. 
glory, honor, and peace. I believe those are things that are coming this year for those who are walking with God, like legitimately listening to God as he is your shepherd. Glory, honor, and peace is going to cover you this entire year. It's going to make no sense, but it's going to be good. It's going to make absolutely no sense, but it will be good. Because that's who the Father is. He's a good, good Father. I think for far too long, people have misunderstood and, you know, misunderstood the grace of God. Because we're not living in a time where God's wrath was like swift, deadly, and like, bam, you know? We're under grace and a lot of things has gone, has seemingly gone unnoticed, but they aren't. Because God even said it further, the Lord, well, Peter said it still, I believe Jesus, God is speaking through Peter, where he says, Ah, verse 3, do you think any one of you who judges those and those who do such things yet to do the same, that you will escape God's judgment? Or do you despise the riches of his kindness, his restraint, and his patience, not recognizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? The one that hit me is his restraint. His restraint and his patience. God has been extremely patient with me. I don't know about anybody else, but me? God has been patient with me because I am a, I was, I will not speak that all of my life, I was at a headstrong, foolish sheep. <laughs> oh God, I would do the most silly thing. God will rescue me. And I will go back less than a second and do the same silly thing. That hurts me too. It always hurts me. Silly. But God. Praise God, I am now a sheep with seven horns and seven eyes. <laughs> that's, that's a scripture in Isaiah talking about the seven spirits of God. And the sheep in Revelation that has seven horns and seven eyes. I don't want to go there. But yes, I am no longer the foolish sheep. Thanks be to God. I may do foolish things, but I'm not the, the foolish sheep at all. You know. Anyways, back to what we're doing. But I like verse 11 that says there's no favoritism with God. So the question is, who are you and whose are you? Who are you and whose are you? If you go all the way down, Romans 2, from verse 25, where Paul was talking about the circumcision of the heart. Let's go. For circumcision benefits you if you observe the law. But if you are a lawbreaker, your circumcision has no uncircumcision. Has become, sorry, has become uncircumcision. Let me read that again. Let me read that again. For circumcision benefits you if you observe the law. But if you are a lawbreaker, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. Therefore, if an uncircumcised man 
keeps the law's requirement, will his uncircumcision not be counted as circumcision? A man who is physically uncircumcised but who fulfills the law will judge you who are lawbreakers in spite of having the letter of the law and circumcision. For a person is not a Jew who is one outwardly, and, a, and true circumcision is not something visible in the flesh. Oh, but on, contrary, on the contrary, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is, is of the heart, by the spirit, not the letter. The man's praise is not from men, but from God. Ooh. The man's praise is not from men, but from God. I think a lot of times when you are a true Jew following after God, even in the, let me use the church, even in the body of Christ, a lot of us tend to want to be praised by our fellow brothers. Not saying be acknowledged, be not acknowledged by your fellow brother is a bad thing, no. But the question is, who are you and whose are you? You know what I mean? I don't think I'm being clear. If you're being praised or if you build your confidence or you build yourself based on the praises of those who are around you, who are you? Who are you truly serving? Who are you living for? Because if you are of God's, then his praise is what really matters. Regardless of what men may think, your family members may think, even yourself may think. If God looks at you and then boasts about you in heaven as he did with Job, isn't that indication that you belong to him and only him? Not even yourself. You know what I mean? You talk about circumcision because there was, a, I think, I believe there was a little bit of a um, debate or disagreement between um, the Jewish um, Christians wanting those who weren't Jew to be circumcised. And Paul was like, circumcision is not for them. It was given to us. That was something we were given as as Jews, but the reality is circumcision is the true circumcision is that of the heart. And it's done by the spirit, not by flesh or physically done. You know? Well what really hits is that a lot of times myself sometimes I notice that I'm seeking acknowledgement or praise from people around me to feel like comfortable that I am doing a particular task which I believe God has said for me to do. Isn't that funny? Say for instance this is something simple. God says hey you should wear this particular outfit today in just this particular way. Maybe you're a little bit uncomfortable with how he said to dress but okay. Not that it's bad, you know, it's a good look, but it's not you, typically, how you carry yourself. And you're like, all right, then. I shall obey, even though it makes me uncomfortable, I shall obey. This is from experience, by the way. 
I shall obey. You wear it and you're thinking, yeah, some people say they like it, but you're thinking to yourself, uh, you don't think or you have not received any um, or much, wow, you look great today, wow, nice outfit, wow. You know, you haven't received much of that and you're thinking to yourself, what? Uh, not saying that I did because I, I typically do not like to be acknowledged. But I'm just using this as an example, you know? And then you're like, and then you're like, oh my God, no one really likes this outfit. Like, why am I wearing it? Blah, 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 blah. That's not what I, that's not what I felt. I was just being like, Papa God, this outfit is a bit too loud for me. This is not for me. I'd rather go back to what I'm comfortable with, which is all black. But anyways, you know, I'm just using this thing as a, as a, as a example. But yes, God told you to wear something that is not all black. <laughs> and it, it's probably loud in your eyes, but you don't receive the glorification that if your heart was seeking that, that you get. Does that matter if the Lord instructed you to do it? Wouldn't his pleasure trump everything anybody else can never say to you? The fact that you walk in obedience, shouldn't that be what really matters? If you're truly a child of God, if Jesus said to you, take all your money, and give it to this particular venture. Put it on, put it in there. You know, like you say, give it away. Because I've instructed you to do so. And your family members are. So where is your money? What do you do with your money? Blah, blah, blah. You haven't said what you did with it. But they are going off. And you're like, Jesus. What did I just do? Wouldn't his prayers be saying, Ah, my daughter's obedient to me. Wouldn't that be enough? It should be. It should be. But we like to seek our validation from men more than from God, which is, I will say, ridiculous. And I said we because I'm in the mix. It's ridiculous. God is God. Who can fathom the mind of God? Because if he could fathom the mind of God, he won't be God, Right? If God is superior, not if, if, if you say God is the superior being who is outside the realm of time and space and who does things beyond your logical mind and laws of physics and the laws of science does not apply to him, how can you therefore understand the pattern or his way of thinking? It would seem crazy to you. But God already seen the end result of what he already told you to do. So why do we validate ourselves based on what men say to us? We can't do that. We can't do that. We shouldn't do it. And it's for this year coming, I pray that if you are a follower of Christ, that you rid yourself of caring what people have to say. Like seriously. Who cares if you know that your shepherd told you to do this particular thing? Who cares 
what your family said. Now, if you're a married person, you have to discuss with your wife or whatever, and you know, because the two have become one. But still, the both of you should be in unison in whatever God says to do. But as a single person, as a young person who does not have any obligation in certain things to certain persons, isn't a there isn't a what do you call it a covenant tying you to another person. Who really cares? You shouldn't. You shouldn't care. This year, God might tell you to do the most outrageous things, things that makes no sense to anybody else. Do it. Because that's, that's, that's what's going to please him. And when you please him, I mean, God reigns on, he blesses the just and the unjust because he's just God. But I mean, that should make you feel even more validated that you're able to please your Savior, your God, your shepherd by walking in obedience. It's not an easy thing because your flesh is going to fight you. <laughs> yes, it will fight you. But from somebody who's walking, who's walked it and who's walking in it, there is this peace. I think I'm going to go back to the Romans 2. It says peace and honor. Let's go. Romans 2 going back up to verse 10 says glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does what is good. Glory, honor, and peace follows you. It may not come immediately when you walking when you did the action, but once you stay in that place and continue to obey and continue to please God, then you will receive glory, honor, and peace. And I think a lot of us need that in the year twenty twenty three. I don't think. I know many of us will need that in the year 2023. Glory, honor, and peace. So the question is, who are you? And whose are you? Are you a Jew who believes circumcision is necessary? Meaning you follow the letter of the law, or you think you can follow the letter of the law. I'm not just speaking for the actual Jewish people. I'm talking about people of God who think righteousness is based on their own merit. Or are you someone who is seeking to follow after Christ even in ways that seems unconventional, especially in ways that seems unconventional, Do you belong to God or do you belong to men? Are you gods or are you men? Are you validated by God or are you validated by men? Who are you? And whose are you? I finally found an answer to that question. And once I found an answer to that question, God has been doing some things in me, allowing me to do some things that are like very unconven- unconventional. Being born and raised in a in a, a very conservative, not saying I'm unconservative now, but in a very 
I don't want to say religious because, well, yes, it is. But being born and raised in a certain kind of lifestyle that seems, that seems, not necessarily is, but it seems based on your righteousness is based on your merit. What you do that you think pleases God. <laughs> when it doesn't please God at all. But you think so. Because you're taught to think so. Where are you in that thing? You know? I was raised under that. And mark you, I learned a lot about Bible. And some, and some characteristics of God. But I learned it through carnal thinking or carnal, carnal observation. Some of it through spirit. But not much. It, it was imbalanced a little. But now, now, I'm learning about God through the Spirit. Not the letter of the law, but the Spirit. He's who, He's the one who has performed circumcision of the heart. And trust me, unconventional is just the beginning. <laughs> God is so funny. <laughs> This is very weird. Not in a bad way. He's just different. He just does. He does whatever he wants to do, however he wants to do it, and he will continue to do it till after the age. Time stops. He's outside of time anyway. God is just. God is just weird. <laughs> and I don't mean weird in a bad way. Just he's just different. I guess the word is holy. Holy means different, right? God is just holy. Him just holy. Holy, 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 holy. Anyways, I encourage you to find out who you are, to write it down, and to surrender to God. If you find yourself that you've been validating yourself based on what men think, repent. Turn from it. And follow the Spirit of God. I mean, it's going to be glorious for you. Because glory, honor, and peace is what comes to persons who follow God or do what is good. What is good is people who are doing what the Lord says to do by the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God. So, once you do that, it's going to be lit for you in 2023. But be warned once you do the opposite. There's affliction and distress waiting for you. Decide who you are. And stand in that identity. Be blessed, fam. I know this is shorter than usual, but be blessed, fam. I pray you have the most eye-opening, fulfilling year. Let's go get 2023. All right. Much love. Bye.